We are geek-centric, and you can be too. Hi there, geeks, and welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast. My name is Nate, and in this episode, Batman gets new wheels, James Bond versus COVID-19, and HBO's got something up their sleeves. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a weekly show covering the world of film, television, gaming, toys and collectibles, and all things geek-centric. Joining me on the show... We have the James Bond of making content, Justin. What's up, y'all? <laughs> and to his right, my left, we have Kevin, the Candyman Killer Hudson. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to slay <laughs> horror villains. I like yeah. it. I like it. Well, yeah, I always thought maybe you're, yeah, you aren't the Candyman. You're the one who kills the Candyman. Right on. We're going to be talking about the Candyman a little bit later in trailer time. But how have you guys been? Good, man. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Doing good? Really good. Really good. Another, yeah, we just, another week. Another week. Yeah. Another dollar being made. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> it, felt by, like, it felt like it went by quickly. Yeah. It, yeah, we it were, did we, feel like... Well, uh, we were saying, too, because we were talking about the weather last week because we had that snowstorm. Yeah. Right? And like now the weather is just like nice and warm. It's sunny. It's all the beautiful. snow is melted. It's, Can we keep that up? How do we keep that up? Uh, just, you know, Mother Nature just needs to keep doing her thing. And Very cool. Well, listen, let's jump right into Whatcha. Uh, let's see. Who wants to kick it off? Ooh, okay. I'll kick it off. Yeah. Uh, whatcha. Okay, so based on Nate's recommendation, I started watching The Outsiders. Ooh. And I'm actually all caught up. Yes. Uh, right up to the latest episode that aired... Uh, this past Sunday, um, episode nine, it's weird, man. It's like, it's the kind of show that like I got through the first episode and was like, Oh, this is an interesting like mystery. Yeah. And then when it starts making that turn to where it's going a little bit, not conventional to what you would have expected. Yeah. Um, it's kind of intriguing where they're going with it and it's eerie and it just, it sticks with you. So, uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Oh man. Yeah, we talked about it in the podcast before, yeah, right? Yeah. He's he's so good. Kevin, have you started watching it? I haven't yet. Okay. I haven't yet. I'm trying to think about not trying to give spoilers here. Right. It's tough. You it's, can, tough. it's hard to talk about but the show without getting spoilers. The twist that ends up happening in the show is is kind of, it's unusual. Yeah. Um, I like it, though. Yeah, I, it's it's eerie. I just thought, like, I, it just kind of stuck with me. It was just, you know, it's, it's the type of horror that just gets under your skin. Jason Bateman directed the first two episodes. Yep. Um, and he's, like, obviously involved in the producing. Um but like those first two episodes, the uh, the tone of them really gets set. And then everyone after that ha- has been on board for directing episodes has kind of kept that consistency, yeah. and that eeriness. The music is is a huge driving force in that whole thing. Just how how uncomfortable everything feels. So yeah, it's interesting. I it's there's not really too many jump scares. I was expecting more of that no, from like the eerie. conventional horror, yeah. but it's eerie, right? Yeah, it yeah. sticks with you as you said it. And it it is, really it is a horror. It's it's yeah. definitely more of a horror vibe than it is a uh, crime mystery thriller that I think it kind of gives off based on. Yeah, that's kind of how I interpreted. It based on what Ooh, I've seen so yeah, far, but I guess being by Stephen King, right? What, what else do you, can oh, yeah. you really expect? It, it hinders more closer to like The Shining. Uh, I feel like it, it just just gets under you. So, um, uh, yeah, I loved it. It's been great. So I'm I'm all caught up. I can't wait for the last episode. So is it the last? Again. Yeah, I think they're at episode 10. ten. Is going to be their last episode this coming Sunday. So I'm excited Ooh. to see. Uh, what else? I also watched Bombshells recently. Oh, did you catch that? Yes, I did. Okay. I, I did catch it. I, did, did catch I don't know it. why I had a British accent I caught, just now. I caught it on the uh, Apple <laughs> TV, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. I, I, I really liked uh, The Big Short. Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, I, I loved that. Uh, it's Adam McKay who directed it. I love that movie. Um, I love like how they were able to do the fictional side. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, not the fictional side, the narrative side, while also giving you the informative side about where this in, you know inspired real life event right. kind of comes from. Uh, Bombshells does it uh, very well. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's very similar. Who would have ever guessed Adam McKay would turn into like a decent filmmaker? <laughs> All right. Yeah. And I, I, it's 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 uh, that's what I was thinking. Like I loved uh, Big Short and Vice was really good. Uh, not to the same degree as Big Short, but Vice was really really good. Um, but you know Adam McKay's done. You know he's known for his his kind of like more 
slapsticky kind of comedy. Although I think he was known for that, and yes. now he's, no, he's sort he's of getting a new reputation. Yeah, so good on him. So uh, definitely worth checking out, Kevin, if you haven't seen it. No, I haven't, um, but I'd like to. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Uh, other than that, nothing much. Just been working on this uh, endless YouTube video. We've made some <laughs> serious progress on it. Um, so now it's just a heavy amount of post-production work, and we're hoping to get it up by next week. I feel like week. I feel like that's kind of the... it's It gets the ball rolling, you know what I mean? Like, we've kind of been... Uh, a, a little bit behind, I guess, in getting back, but I think no, no, once no. it, I, I think though, at the same time, like at this time last year, we were we were on a hiatus. Kevin said, and yeah. like we're coming back with season three of what we do on our channel. So Sweet. that's that's what we're looking at, and it doesn't really matter. It's, we just want the video to be really, really good. Yes, and not just going out for the sake of oh, well, people have been you know we've been gone for so long. It's like we've been gone for so long. Yes, we've been taking a break. We've been resetting. I think it's important for creators to just do that and yeah. not to get too bogged down by the the grind of constant you know, content, constant content mm-hmm. because it's just and, nice also, to... and also we're doing what Hollywood should do more often instead of setting deadlines and release dates we're mm. we're, we're putting it out when it's ready yeah. yes not exactly. rushing to get it ready on time you know <laughs> Ooh, yeah yeah for sure hot takes on Hollywood that's from Kevin Hudson oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> big surprise <laughs> no but other than that yeah that's been it cool Kevin whatcha oh I'm so so boring uh, in this category <laughs> It, like you said, it does feel like we were just in here sort of talking about yeah. all the other things, you know, that I was watching to sort of get ready for that episode. Uh, and I have to be perfectly honest, my beloved Maple Leafs are in a heated playoff race. Oh, my gosh. And so that is absorbing a lot of my life. That's <laughs> um, all you can think about. It is all I can think about. Yeah. And there's still like 15 games left to go, you know, oh but I'm, gosh. it's 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 getting exciting. So. Yeah. Did you, um, like, this uh, last episode, couple episodes we did on the Oscars, and we got into actually, like, betting on the Oscars and stuff like that. Um, do you get into that with any of your friends to kind of, like, uh, bet on who, you know, who's going to who's gonna make it, who's not going to? Um, you know what? Hockey's tough. Hockey's the, the least watched of, of all the major sports, right? And okay. so a lot of my American and, and uh, British friends, you know, that's pretty low on the... <laughs> so that uh, uh, that's uh, my brother Kelly and I. That's our that's our lifeblood. That's yeah. our obsession. So. All right, cool. And I mean, baseball spring trainings yeah. riling up, and that's exciting because I don't think the Jays are going to be good this year, but... Definitely not. It's, they're starting to show signs of becoming a good team in the future. Uh, they just need to start cheating like the Houston Astros and we'll get a World Series in no time. Ooh. But yeah, sports are sports are consuming my life. I'm so sorry, Hollywood and, sports, and the rest sports, of the entertainment sports. world. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to you eventually, I promise. <laughs> I mean, there haven't even been like big movies. Like the, the, the movie season hasn't started with the blockbusters really, you know. Well, I, I know the like... Oscar pictures were doing, you know, their run and everything like that. But now it's kind of in a lull and... We'll get into we'll get into why there might be a little know, bit of a lull, even, right? even longer, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, mm. so that boring old me. Yeah. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. Uh, as for me, I watched The Invisible Man. I, I caught that in the theater. I took uh, a buddy of mine. We went and go, went to go see it. I heard um, that was quite excellent. You know what? It's it's great. I'm not going to okay, say hey. it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it is one of those things where you know we having just talked about The Outsider. And Justin, you mentioned how it sticks in your skin, like it sticks under you. You you think about it long after you've watched it. I got to say, I really enjoyed The Invisible Man while I watched it. After I watched it, I kind of forgot about it. It was literally, I was at work the next day um, sitting and two people were talking about it. And then I overheard their conversation and I thought, oh yeah, I just watched that last night. <laughs> um, so it, it's, it's great. I mean, the acting in it is amazing. Elizabeth Moss is phenomenal. Big shout out to uh, Handmaid's Tale. Got to watch that show. It's unbelievable. Um, but uh, but yeah, The Invisible Man, it was good. It was it was a great horror movie. I hope, like I know it's doing well in the box office. I hope it's not going to have more of them. Like I think it's a good one and done. Um, and yeah, you should definitely go see it if you get a chance in the theaters. Uh, and then I also got to watch Dunkirk uh, for the first time ever. And I got to see it in IMAX. Um, the only way to see it. Right? You saw it in the Cinesphere again. I, right? Yeah, I went yeah. to the Cinesphere again. They were doing all uh, all the different uh, Nolan films. And I, I went again. This time, uh, you know, it was a little bit more... There weren't as many people in the theater. I guess it's not as popular as Interstellar. Um, but it was, it was good. I, I can't say I enjoyed it anywhere near what I enjoyed Interstellar or, or any of his other films. Um, it, it was very, very much a, an audio and visual spectacle. The only issue that I had, I guess the major issue I had actually, was the audio in certain scenes was so muffled 
because of how loud everything was and because they have accents and, and you know, there's a plane and it's like, and they have masks on and you can't really understand what they're saying. So I felt like a lot of the character connections between the characters were lost based off that audio. Did you guys have that experience when you watched it? No, I, I, I do remember the sound being very loud. I also remember that for Interstellar. It was yeah. just sometimes the sound was so deafening. Yeah, just so jarringly different that it was just it kind of took you out of it for a second because yeah. and you really noticed it um did you catch though in uh dunkirk uh michael kane i didn't was okay. his voice i think maybe in one of the yeah parts? His, yeah he was it he, he was, was over uh, the radio yeah he was the radio the talking okay Tom Hardy. i thought yeah. that i had heard his voice somewhere i thought i was gonna see him at some point um but i i didn't yeah um i thought tom hardy was fantastic in so it so i mean he yeah. acts he acts with his eyes yeah. the whole time like it's crazy <laughs> well, he he's someone who doesn't get out of a plane well, it's, yeah. also, it's also really like funny that you know the last movie he did with nolan he did basically the same thing as bane right like he was in, and now he's <laughs> with in a mask a, yeah, yeah with a mask and now oh. he's a he's a pilot oh. and, you know it's a different yeah i need to use your eyes a different way you know? um i thought yeah again i think it was it was really good audio visual spectacle have to watch it in IMAX if you ever get a chance to see it in IMAX again no, in an IMAX that. theater maybe never again um, but it was really cool uh, Nolan came on the screen just like he did last time for Tenet but at the end of this clip at the very beginning he said we've got a special treat for you for this specific showing and uh, and everyone's like okay we know what this is so we got to see Tenet uh, we got to see a scene from Tenet, uh, which is his upcoming movie. Not, nothing we've seen before. Like, was this a new scene? I don't or? know because I know that they've they've shown they previews showed, and stuff like a, that. A very brief snippet trailer was, where it was very mashed up of different scenes. Like, right, it was very hard to kind of tell what was what was really going on. Um, this was like, a full. Did, did you get a full scene? This was a full scene. Yeah. And I got to say, it's it's giving me so much Inception vibes. Um, and I don't know if it's just because they dropped us presumably in a, a spot in the movie where like there was no setup obviously it's a scene in the movie right but it, because there was no setup it felt very much like we're waking up from a dream and there's no you know introduction into what's actually going on at the very beginning portion of the scene so it, it you know you've got a bunch of um uh, it's just a bunch of agents i guess running into an opera house or, a, or a, an orchestra house and uh and saving a president uh, and that's all I'm really going to say. I don't obviously want to spoil too much. Of course, there's some timey-wimey, um, interesting effects that have been happening. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if you watch the trailer, then you you, you know what I'm talking I don't, about. But. I don't think that's in the trailer. I think you did get a, a nice like little taste of a scene that's... Uh, but I doubt that he would show you no, anything sure. that was too much too of a relevant. spoiler. Right? No, He's exactly. kept so much about this movie, as he yeah. often does, under wraps. You yep. know, so. yeah. And usually, when in many cases, when they use a scene as like promotional material, it's usually something that is very early on. Like we saw it with Star Wars. You know, the first scene that happens with Kylo Ren was the scene that they ended up using promotionally beforehand, yeah. where he is going to find, see the Emperor, right? Yeah. We just didn't see all of it, but we, we got that whole piece, and we knew that that was going to happen there. Uh, I, think, I think... He didn't expect it, though, to be right at the front of the movie. Well, right? no. No, that was even sooner than, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, first act, maybe not sure. first scene. Right. Yeah. So it's, it is something that's probably going to be relative to the story, I mean, but seeing it out of place is, is, is unnecessary because you, you just kind of see it for the, for yeah. The and I don't think you're going to be sitting there mm -hmm. yeah. watching going, when is this going to happen? I know, right. you know, you'll for, you'll forget about that scene as mm -hmm. you're getting immersed into the it movie. It was a really good scene. Cause he really surprised cool. people at, um, Comic-Con when I was there few years back oh yeah and i think it was for interstellar and he okay. showed something and you know it, it seemed cool and well, what 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 have i been you know yeah you know shown here what has he given away and yeah by the time you sit down and watch the actual movie you're not thinking about that scene no, anymore yeah. no, so you'll absolutely. be fine uh, there's a lot of rumors though that the uh the film tenant will will somehow tie into the inception world oh a lot of people have been See, i just i got so many vibes from it even the the tone and like the color palette that was used yeah. like for the for the this scene at least oh my gosh i cannot wait i am so so freaking excited um after seeing that Cool. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's dive right into the news. It's all about the details. All right. Four news stories on the docket today. Our first news story, No Time to Die's release date has been delayed seven months due to coronavirus. The film had already been impacted by the outbreak of the disease with its Chinese premiere and press tour canceled due to concerns. 
On the official James Bond Twitter account, it was announced that the film had been pushed back from its original April 2020 date and will now debut on November 12th, 2020 in the UK and November 25th, 2020 in the US. Other worldwide release dates will be revealed later. So they haven't even released the release date for when they will put it out. But in it's China. it's that's so far from now. They're just assessing the situation. Yeah, and that's sure. something that, you know, with a couple months pre-notice and then a revamping of the marketing campaign, they'll be they could they could announce it in August that it's going to come out in November. Yeah. Know, so and they can come back to it. Yeah, and you know th- this is to be expected. The Chinese market it fuels uh, a lot of these. It's films. scary, man. Well, it 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 is and it isn't. It's it's kind of like it's. I guess it's very self-serving to delay it because it's like, oh, well, we want to make our money back on this film, so we right. might as well just push it. Um, there's a lot of talks in Hollywood right now with a lot of movies like Fast Nine, uh, Black Widow's coming out soon. Uh, obviously, these are further out into the year, but no one knows the current situation and, and people are obviously... But I, mean, I think it's unusual, I guess, is that this is happening You know, when the release was April. Yeah. Um, so that's not too far away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, November is actually the Bond month. You, you think know, it's you, a better month oh, for yeah, Bond? That's, that's the typical Bond month is, is November. You guys like, get... But all... now they're going to go up against a few big movies. I can't remember what's coming out. Eternals in... comes out in November as well. Uh, but they're saying that if if this goes on as, as long as it did, they, Disney might potentially push Black Widow to the Eternals date and then yeah. pushing Eternals back to 2021. Yeah, this and, could, this this might start a domino effect. Well, do you think Mulan, with all studios? Do you think Mulan is going to be hitting its, uh, its date this month? I I think <sighs> they already didn't they already announce that? Maybe maybe not. I I I, I they could. Yeah. Um. I it's it I, it might be unclear though now if maybe over the next few days we might hear something. Uh, just because that movie's coming out in March. Yeah. Much much sooner than uh, this month. Yeah. It's, it's right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I mean, but you hear it's about March. the situ- you hear Jeez. about the, you hear about the situation over there. I mean, having uh, movie theaters, having people sit you know not touching each other like have to sit one seat apart selling half the tickets that's my dream yeah (laughs) (laughs) kevin's looking forward to heading over to china maybe you know obviously there's there's bigger deals out there but it's it is scary from a standpoint of of business i mean uh we're even seeing this with video game you know um conventions and and shows trade shows being canceled or postponed They might even push back the release of like some of the hardware. Well, yeah, no, for sure. And and it makes sense, you know, but, you know, to me, it's like the smaller businesses, like those are big businesses that can, you know, take a hit right now. Yeah. You know what I mean, and probably bounce back from that hit yeah. pretty quickly. Whereas there's like, you know, places in your local community, like restaurants and convenience stores that, you know, because of who operates them and who who goes into them, yeah. people aren't going in and business is bad for them right now. It's so so sad. the reality is, is that it's not just stemming from this idea of like a biological threat to humanity. It's like now stemming its way into sort of like other issues that are it's, it's going to have a, a severe and and consequential impact on the entire global economy for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, we have to be responsible as journalists ourselves to not sort of hype up the the hype machine that's going into it as well yeah be optimistic but i'll just say with regards to bond alone i found it surprising um uh, the last one made 90 million in china alone Uh, and so you can see just how big the global box office is for a movie like that and so it almost makes sense because i was saying to somebody the other day like because i mean when i first saw the the article i went oh I, i just saw that it had been pushed and i was like oh man that just means it's lousy and they got to try and do, yeah. you know, and or then there's it, something wrong reshoots exactly. and what have you. And yeah. then it was like, oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, well, geez, how much are they going to lose from having to remarket it again? Because they've been going hard for the last yes. couple months getting ready. And with the, with the song I mean, release and everything, right? Yeah, with Billy? exactly. Yeah. But again, the, the 20 million that they might have to put back into marketing closer to the, the new release date, it won't match the, the massive amounts that they'll make if if theater going audiences around the world sort of get back to the status quo. So China loves its Hollywood movies, man. Yeah. Like they love all of the Hollywood films just as much as, you know, we're fascinated with their, the films from their culture. Sure. You know, in maybe even more so for them, for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more so because yeah. of, because of this, the, the scope and the scale of what Hollywood U S films are, are, you know, what goes into it. Right. And also the fact that now more consciously studios are producing content for that side of mm-hmm. the world. That's yeah, we talked about relative. that last week with Mulan. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Next story here, uh, number two. The Batman offers first look 
at the Batmobile. This from Aaron Couch uh, and Graham McMillan at The Hollywood Reporter. Batman's new ride has been revealed. Uh, with the Batman, filmmaker Matt Reeves sharing the first photos of the Batmobile. Stylistically, the on-screen Batmobile is reminiscent of the more stripped-down sports car-like design that appeared in the comic books through the 1970s and 80s. Uh, the Batman is set to debut in theaters June 25th, 2021. Guys, did you, did you guys see yeah. these pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like, I like that. I love it. Is, it. is it a Mustang or a Camaro? That it looks like it, it's maybe it's a bit very, of both, like a muscle car in general. Yeah, no, right? a muscle car for sure. It, but it, what's nice is that it it has it kind of continues the same sort of aesthetic that we got that little peak when we saw his costume. It's very, you know, built. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's and very small. Yeah, he's a smaller Batman. <laughs> yeah, but like I think I think again, it's it's what we're going to see in this one is is something that's more Bruce Wayne as like the Tony Stark, if you will. Okay. Right? Like, I know that's an odd comparison. Sure. Not really, but no, they're yeah. both billionaire yeah, yeah. playboy. Right. But he's going to build his things, right? Yeah. Like he's going to be more about like engineering, how he could do his job as Batman better. Right. It's cool. And I it'll think, be more grounded in reality. Yeah. Well, I think this is just going a little bit deeper with what Nolan did, right? Like with mm-hmm. what Nolan kind of scaled up from Batman begins into the dark Knight and then into, you know, the dark Knight rises. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, at least this is like it's this is the Batman Begins, but in a different period of time, cool. a different sort yeah, of yeah. Like when do we think it's set? Uh, I mean, based there, off the pictures, I mean, it, I think it's going to be like his, the his, his or the suit might as well be like a World War Two combat yeah. sort of stuff, you know. And and I think that's and why this it, looks more yeah, like you said, a seventies sports. Yeah. You know, it's it's very interesting. That'd be cool but if do, it's from a, if it's the, like the, an older does time. Does the setting. aesthetic yeah, of the car match the aesthetic of the suit from what we've seen so far? Not from what we've seen so far, but like the I mean, colors, then, but the then tones you see look on, the same. Based on this photos, yeah, black. Well, just like that grayish. Oh yeah, that color. Yeah. Black. <laughs> it's kind of a, a common trope with Batman. Um, but no, yeah, with the red hues and yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm just wondering when Dom Toretto's going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that crossover? We've got to save yeah. Gotham from, from. No, you from, don't. Save it for the family. It's all about family, Bruce. I'm your brother, Bruce. <laughs> oh, geez. Dom's related to John Cena and Bruce Wayne. Yes, let's go. I'd watch that. It really um, is all about the family with that guy. Check out those photos over on the. Uh, on Matt Reeves' Twitter account. The next story we have, this is an interesting one. This was brought up, Justin, you brought this up today. Uh, Taika Waititi making not one, but two Charlie and the Chocolate Factory animated series for Netflix. This is from... uh, Correction there, it was actually Kevin who brought this up. Oh, okay. (laughs) Breaking, I broke the news, okay? Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for breaking the news from Dave McNary over at Variety. Uh, And I heard it through somebody else, so it's, you know. Taika Waititi is partnering with Netflix on a pair of animated series, one based on the world of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and another based on the Oompa Loompa characters. Which is also the world of Charlie (laughs) and the Chocolate Chocolate Factory. Factory. Waititi, who won an Academy Award for Jojo Rabbit Adapted Screenplay, will write, direct, and... And executive produced both projects. The two Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies were based on the 1964 children's novel by Roald Dahl. That's a tongue twister there. Uh, about the adventures of young Charlie Bucket inside the ch- chocolate factory of Willy Wonka. Uh, so, guys, what do you guys think about some animated series from Taika, The Mind of Taika Waititi? I'm excited. I think uh, it'll be charming. I, I, don't get me wrong. Very excited. But when I first saw the headline, I was like, oh, man, he's going to make like a live action TV yes. show and he's going to play... You know, yeah. Willie, like that's going to be amazing. So we did a total recast uh, on our Halloween episode, and I think I brought up an idea of who did I recast as as you Willy said Wonka? Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, which I still think would have been yeah. pretty great. Well, but I think yeah. Taika would have been Taika. Yeah, yeah. You know. Taika's the perfect choice. Yeah, yeah. That would have been so cool. So yeah, maybe he. Hopefully, he will maybe bring himself into. I think he will. I don't yeah. think I, I. I think he's always found a way to to incorporate himself. Maybe he would put himself as as uh, as Willy Wonka if if that's what. You know, this one's going to be about. I'm imagining it, or, be. or maybe he'll do the uh, the Oompa Loompa one, and he'll just voice like twelve different Oompa Loompas <laughs> in twelve different Taika Waititi ways. You that know? would be amazing. That'd be quirky. Or like if too. they did like almost like um like uh, we don't know what kind of age range they're going for here. So what if they did like maybe a slightly skewed, slightly older, maybe? Sure, but I think if you go with someone like Taika Waititi behind yeah. a project like that, you know, you're hitting more of like 
it's something that the adults can watch with their kids kind of right. thing, right? It's so, going to fall in that SpongeBob, more, that that Adventure Time sort of style. But on a higher level, though, yeah. right? Because you have Taika Waititi behind it, right? And, and as, as an adult who knows his filmmaking and, and might appreciate him for that, you'll, you'll want to watch it. And if you have kids, uh, you know, in your, in your mid-30s, you know, early 40s kind of thing, and you like Taika, you're going to watch that with, you know, your kids, your grandkids, whoever, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good way to kind of share share that story. I like that he's doing something a bit, you know, he's kind of following the same trajectory as like Wes Anderson. You know what I mean? In in the sense now he's kind of getting into animation. Who knows what that's going to open for future projects, right? Well, and speaking of future projects, this is just the first two of many that it looks like Netflix is going to be doing with the Roald Dahl Foundation. Yes. They've got several more properties that they want to work with. They don't have all of them, but... Did we I know think it was ones? Matilda. I remember yeah, seeing the, uh, Matilda, the BFG, the Twits, uh, and as well as others, according to Netflix. Right. I, I would, I would opt not, not James to... and the Giant Peach. So far, they said, Interesting. Uh, but, but I would love to see someone take that again because, like, Disney did a really great job. I oh, liked, I love that movie. I love that. It's, that it's a, yeah. it's a hidden gem. I think. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't a fan of the BFG though. I, I love Roald Dahl's books, so like, I, I don't know. Matilda was one of my favorite. Witches, I think, was one that I had heard is either going to be a movie, mm-hmm. maybe it's something on Netflix, but I think they, they're trying to. Add adapted into a film i think i don't know who's behind it but um yeah i think that uh his stories were always really you know whimsical and yeah. you know they had that sort of quintessential adventure to it that just made it fun for you to appreciate when you were a kid because i remember like i never really went to the library but when i went to the library it was yeah. his books that i was reading so i just re- i think i remember more the covers than than anything like seeing those covers and the they the very specific art style um do you think these these series that may they might put out are they going to do this all in one you know rd cm <laughs> roll doll cinematic universe um i don't think everything needs to be i yeah. think the idea is that they they each carry their own sort of as i was saying their whimsy and their their adventure through each of them they, there doesn't need to be i think these two kind of should be yes of course obviously these, but these two yeah. but yeah i don't know if you need to connect matilda with yeah like charlie. matilda ends up in charlie and you know it ends up in willy wonka's factory like i don't know if i want to see that right I, cool. I like them as their own their own stories but I'm, it does it, it's exciting to see him doing something that's animated I'm, I'm very excited for that but you know what instead of another willy wonka or charlie and the chocolate <laughs> factory give me the sequel I loved that oh, book. Oh, in the glass elevator. In the glass yeah, elevator. It was, was my fun. Favorite, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they well, shoot uh, up into space. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you know. could see them maybe exploring that through the series, well, they did, though, right? They did at yeah. the end of, of Willy Wonka, right? Well, no, the elevator just goes up and out. Right, right? but like they, they, they I always wondered, at it. that elevator in the movie, at least, is yeah. like meant for three people. How did people travel in space in it? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah. But, you know. We're talking the magic of, of yeah. Willy Wonka. They'll bring, in, they'll bring in Christopher Nolan and he'll explain it. Yeah, and there then it'll go, go into interstellar yeah. mode. Yeah. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, like, yeah. yeah. So instead of bookcases, <laughs> instead of bookcases, it's just like yeah. rows and rows of, of chocolate chocolate bars. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. All right, this last news story: um, The Last of Us series in the works at HBO from Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin and Last of Us creator or uh, writer Neil Druckmann. This from Boris Kitt and Patrick Shanley from The Hollywood Reporter. Craig Mazin, uh, the creator of the acclaimed series Chernobyl, is re-teaming with HBO to adapt The Last of Us, the massive Sony PlayStation video game franchise. In a rare development in the world of video game adaptations, the writer and creative director of the game, Neil Druckmann, is also involved and will work with Mazin to pen and executive produce what is intended to be a series. Guys. We talked about the Uncharted movie just last week, and now we're hearing information on the HBO series. First off, I know some of you might be thinking, does this need to be done? But if it does need to be done, this is probably the way you do it. No, but that's what I was going to say, is that if they said they were doing a movie, then I'd be like, why you got to do a movie? But the fact that they're doing a series... Um, I actually like that they're going to do it at least that way. It's like episodic content. Yes. I, I do think, though, kind of does raise the question: does does it really need it? But it, I guess we once we find out more information about you know at what point, like I just I just hope that uh, our main characters from the video game, like uh, Ellie, Ellie and, and Joel, and Joel are mm-hmm. not in it. Oh, really? Um, I really hope that it's it's not about them as yeah. much as it is the world that they come from. Well, um, the article goes on to state that the HBO series will cover the events of the original game, <laughs> which was written by Druckmann with the possibility of additional content based on the forthcoming game sequel, The Last of Us Part Two, which comes out May 29th, 2020. Hmm, see, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, then that kind of changes for me. Yeah. 
in yeah. terms of what, what you might be excited about. Did you uh, ever play The Last of Us? I didn't. So okay. I, you know, I, and I think he once told me that it was really terrifying if you played it with headphones. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. It's t- I there's was some parts that. that are hard just, to get through. It just. I gotta say, I mean, we did talk recently about how you know, do they need to make these games that already have such fleshed out stories? Yeah. And then this one seems to be almost the most iconic and well respected mm-hmm. of all of them. Yeah. Um, and again, maybe this is my ignorance in, in having not played the game, but it just reminds me too much of think like this. I almost picture it as being this combination of Walking Dead meets uh, The Road. Remember that one with yep. Uh, yep. Vigo uh, Mortensen? Sure, yeah. yep. uh, meets um, almost like a quiet place. Yes. Meets like it, it just seems like we've seen it. But that's already. what video games are like. They're they're, they're no ta- no no. But I'm just talking about specifically. No. That's how I can pick. And then it sounds like it's. I mean, I guess it needs to have a very dark and and serious vibe to it. And so they've certainly gotten themselves a pretty darn well, good team. <laughs> Craig Madsen from Chernobyl. You know, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, but no, sorry. What I meant to say was. Everything you just described about the game in terms of adopting so many different aspects of movies and TV shows and all of this stuff, that's what video games are. They're like the best of everything that is already living in pop culture that people love. It kind of took the best of those elements and made it playable. But But now do you need to then almost reverse engineer that to just simply make it watchable? In light of the information from the article being that it is uh, is about the original game, I I don't think that this is a... It's going to be good. I just don't think it's necessary. Well, Well, it'll do very well. I think the part that got me excited, because I agree with you, Justin, from the standpoint of like covering the events of Joel and Ellie, we've already we've already we done did this it. We did it. We played it. But because it's Druckmann who's actually going in and and working with Craig and writing the series, I think he is going to he's he's a smart guy. I think he's going to come up with a series that is for the people that are hardcore fans that will give people who who've never seen it before an understanding of what's going on, but break it in in a way that even though it's following the original events, it's still going to be entertaining. It's still going to be different enough oh. that I think we're going to uh, fall head over. You know what happens? You know what happens in the first fifteen, like ten to fifteen minutes of that game. Sure, that's a huge point in in what the character's development is. Right to experience that. But so there's the game, one episode. That's one episode. Yeah. But that's what I mean, though. But like the, the idea that as, or flashbacks as someone, in an episode, right? Uh, you know, I guess so. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I, the, I come from having read Walking Dead before the the uh, show came out, right? And I just remember reading it, going, "Oh my God, this is this is, this would make a fantastic TV show." Yeah. And they even broke it down in the volumes and everything that I would have for each season. Yeah. And that lasted about three seasons, and then they start veering off and making it their own thing. Whether that works or not, I can sort of see a similar set of circumstances here, where they they take the template, they take the similar story arcs and beats and everything like that, and eventually it'll become its own thing. Yeah. You know? I, 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 I could see As somebody how somebody who, I don't know, anytime you love a property, a game, a comic book, whatever, to get to see it in a new light should excite you a little. No, you I, can be apprehensive. No, I, yes. I'm ex- and you were a huge fan of that game. I, I remember. I, that's my favorite. It's one of, it's literally my favorite game. I think it's I've the played. best PlayStation game. Yeah. And, and I, I, I that's why I, I believe that it should just live there because it, yeah. I, in my mind, it broke boundaries in terms of what a gaming experience and a movie experience or like it, it was this perfect blend of the both and you know I, I would appreciate learning more about the world that you know Joel and Ellie come from and how things got so messed up but maybe they'll add something like they flashbacks they definitely additional will. characters there's gonna be right? there's yeah. gonna be tons yeah. of that stuff and I, I get it for someone like Kevin who maybe not hasn't played it but you know is interested in maybe oh the story sounds cool mm-hmm. um, will definitely gravitate towards this series and this will capture that fan base but it's like I mean look what happened with The Witcher true right like I think that's the Witcher part of the video reason. game sales went skyrocketing and I think that's part of the reason why they're doing this right so that they they can actually start driving the next series of games that might be in this world it's almost interesting mm-hmm. it's not closer in conjunction with the release of this next game correct yeah. I think it's probably not what though. it's not what another year or so until no this? the the new game comes out no the, May the show itself Oh, the show itself! Like they're just announcing it now. Yes. So oh, it's nowhere near you know, yeah. production. So, so it's not probably going to come out until like when they're on their way to make you know Last of Us three. You know well, I mean? there was a long gap between. I wouldn't say the that first far. And yeah, second yeah. One, <laughs> but I, I, my thing is too is that who knows what this is going to do? And and you brought up a really good point. It, it's probably all, you know, in relation to the fact that uh, 
Witcher did so well. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I might have missed it. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Um, HBO. It's an HBO show. See? Now we got Kevin on board. No, but I'm definitely... HBO. I'm, I'm like, HBO is the huge selling point behind it. <laughs> Chernobyl is, you know, secondary to that. Yeah. But HBO But is... imagine you launch HBO Max with this series. And you, you launch it with this. You launch it with a new season exclusive Rick and Morty. Like, they're going to... I think they're going to kill it. I'm, ex- I'm so excited for that series. Yeah, or HBO that, Max that comes out soon. Service. Starts yeah. soon. Very cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into trailer time. Yeehaw. It's trailer time. <laughs> All right, four trailers today. Uh, first trailer that I want to kind of bring up is Artemis Fowl. Fowl. <laughs> Artemis Fowl. Um, this is by uh, directed <laughs> directed by Kenneth Branagh, um, starring Colin Farrell, Josh Gad, Dame Judi Dench, and uh, Ferdia Shaw making I think his debut. Maybe um, Artemis Fowl is a young criminal prodigy who hunts down a secret society of fairies to find his missing father. Uh, this was the most live action Disney. I don't know. Oh, I did a, not it, enjoy. It this was trailer. Harry Potter meets like uh, Percy Jackson. Yes. Meets yes. Narnia. Are like, you guys on board for this? I don't nah, know. Right. I th- one of my brothers read the series and loved it. Yeah. So I, I, I might have even been Sandy. I'm not sure. I have oh, to okay. ask them. Yeah. Because I mean, I just kind of am finding out about this for stuff. sure. Yeah. But yeah. I just I recognize the name, so I know it was, you know. One of those YA yeah, successful young adult. series, you know, and this that t- never caught on the same way Harry Potter did. Oh, no, no. You know, none of them can even compare. And there's a reason. Right. Um, this one looks very convoluted. Very looks convoluted. Like Harry Potter is about a secret world of <laughs> wizards who go to school. End of. This is like... Sure. It just seems he's like a they're criminal. stacking he's, every he's, sci-fi <laughs> fantasy trope into one story. Men in Black. Remember, we, I think we brought up on the show before the idea of like an AI that you put a bunch of information into. It just seems like they dumped a bunch of young adult novels into a, a, a bo- into a machine and it's like spits out a bunch of well, stuff and spies and meh and i'm that bad guy that villain's voice was so corny yeah. that it just there was no like intimidation or threat or i was like man. I, I almost wonder if they're doing that on purpose it's it, because it's it is so bad maybe they are maybe the society he finds is not the enemy maybe there's a different enemy or something um i i don't know i it's just it's Watch the trailer if you haven't, because you'll just be more confused. And I don't think that's what trailers yeah, should do. I thought it was like a young version of Men in Black. Yeah, at first, first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out. And they've got um, that Kanye song uh, oh, yeah. playing over top of it. And I'm just like, again, it just feels like this was all Is it Kanye? synthetically made. I think it was Kanye. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, if it wasn't. You know, it, it definitely had the Kanye vibes. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to be a hero. Yeah, right? Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, Kanye. I can't remember, I can't remember Kanye singing yeah. a song about I'm going to be a hero. That's Kanye yeah. before he had his religious awakening. <laughs> <laughs> that movie comes out May 29th, 2020. Um, maybe we'll see it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this next movie trailer, Candyman. Uh, this is directed by Nia Costa, DaCosta or Nia DaCosta. Um, screenplay by Jordan Peele. That, that guy is just doing. Oh, screenplay! Uh, I saw produced by screenplay. Screenplay. I guess it, oh. it also produced. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> Why is that annoying? Because it was an easy, easy pass. Yeah. Just because of the type of movie it is. <laughs> I mean, have, has anybody seen the original Candyman? Long that is ago. a cult horror classic. That really did not age well and. I was I mean, thinking of watching it. I think it. it had a certain vibe to it and, yeah. um, and maybe a particular audience that it was it would sort of resonate with a bit more yeah. being set in the projects, being sort of preying on these sort of uh, relationships um, and it's a lot to do with race and everything like that. For sure. But this this just feels like the soft reboot slash sequel that nobody asked for. Right, because I believe um, I, I did a bit of research on it because I haven't seen the original movie, but apparently Yaha Abdul-Mateen who stars in this is going to be like the the Candyman's son or something? Mm. Um, I well, the Candyman is this like nineteenth <laughs> century slave who was killed barbarically and then okay. comes back and he like quotes poetry and you can almost hear that in the trailer as yes. the bees were coming in. Yeah, it just it's kind of dumb. Yeah. I mean I don't like horror, so I'm the worst person to sort of speculate sure. on this sort of thing. 
But this this is even lower than Artemis Fowl of you. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, come on. I don't know if I can put it there. I just no. the, whenever I mean, the name Jordan Peele is attached to something, I know I'm that's like, why I'm like, damn. Yeah, I, I yeah, like I, I'm always intrigued when when uh, his name is attached to something, and I, I think it definitely has the Jordan Peele vibes. I think to your point, the things that you're pulling from the the older version are kind of very they're going to be very relevant in this one and probably the reason why in which he's bringing it back i i, I don't know I, I i was actually really intrigued um i remember the other one the the older one being very campy um yeah, but most things in from the 80s were campy but unintentionally very, yeah you and know? then like extreme horror and, and it looks like, very like yeah it was very gory yeah, it looked yeah. very gooey <laughs> like yeah. i watched the trailer for the original candy man it looked gooey and sticky i know there's bees involved there's but... <laughs> lots of bees in that one yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i think i mean i'm sure we'll see like more bees in this one for you sure just get that one <clears throat> shot of them flying in but but i'm i'm intrigued it looks it looks more like it's uh playing on the psychological horror of it yeah. uh, rather than just like the the demonic haunting side sure like there's that additional layer to it and it's going to be more character driven than than maybe the original Candyman didn't really have that well no it, it, Did it, it tried to yeah and I think they're going to almost replace the the poetry as art aspect yes. through the character and this one's going to be about yes. you know visual art and, and yeah. that sort of thing, maybe. So well, I love how he did like an spin. installation where he has like the mirror and he's like, I encourage you to call his name. Yeah. And so, but I remember when I was a kid and I had seen that and I would never say his name yeah. in front of a mirror. Oh, I probably still couldn't. Yeah. I no. think, have we said it five times? Is there a mirror in here? No, okay, I, I think... said it once because I don't want to say okay, it. Okay. I think we're okay. <laughs> I think we're okay. Um, yeah. I'm intrigued. I would, I will, I don't know if I'll check it out in theaters because I think I'll jump in my seat and maybe scream uh, so I might <laughs> Kevin's just, definitely not watching I might just wait till it comes out onto some sort of streamable platform and you know and like there are just some movies no matter what I don't care what anybody thinks I'm going to see it opening day boom 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 and then there are, are most movies where it's like well <laughs> if people say it's good I'll check sure. it out yeah like, like a you... lot a lot a lot of people would have to tell me this is good for me to see it right so I mean, uh, to the level of like in the Invisible Man, right? Like again, yeah. I mean, it, uh, people say they like it, but yeah. for all the reasons, I would hate it. So it's, it's oh. like you know, jump scares and and that sort of relentless terror of not being able to see the yes. bad guy. Yeah, no, thank you. They do you. a good job with that. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, Candyman is still in post. Uh, it's expected June twelfth, twenty twenty. We'll see. Uh, Saint Maud is the next trailer. Uh, this is by director Rose Glass. Um, starring a bunch of names of people that I've never heard of. Maury Fid Clark. That's about all I'm going to pronounce. Uh, this follows a pious nurse who becomes dangerously obsessed with saving the soul of her dying pati patient. Guys, this trailer looked messed up. Another A24 film. We talked about the Green Knight uh, in our in our last episode. Yeah, they just make mind... Bangs. Eh? Like <laughs> mind bangs. It is. It is. It, watching that trailer, it's you feel awful like yeah how is yeah. it gonna make you feel for a whole hour and a bit yeah it made me uncomfortable i i, I it's interesting the sort of very obvious religious yep um connection that it seems to have uh maybe she's like sacrificing herself to some you know to like the devil or something like that right. like being almost like a, a a new exorcism kind of thing sure yeah it, it seems it, it's yeah, I don't know if I'll check this one out. It almost seems too too weird. I'm I'm still like I'm mustering up the courage to even just watch um, Hereditary. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like you know, I mean, the, it's a twenty four is doing such a good job with their films, and well, they're we're talking about too. being they, struck, yeah. you know, uh, being you know, we're so stoked for uh, for the Green Knight, and yeah. but this one, I I don't know. This might be where it loses me. I don't know. Yeah, but I, they've had a a twenty four's had a really solid year. Uh, yeah, with, especially with like you know uh, uncut gems, but they obviously have very unusual ideas yeah uh which uh, i can appreciate because at least you know no one's really doing what they're doing it's different yeah cool uh yeah that is expected april 3rd 2020 mm. uh yeah big fan of a24 i don't know if i'm gonna hey, see you guys didn't one. even ask if i wanted to see it kevin do you think you're gonna see that movie <laughs> okay moving on what's the next one here's one that i might like yes um i we i had to wrap up this trailer time with the fourth trailer being the most lighthearted, most uh very charming trailer for connected um this is actually by uh director michael rianda and jeff rowe don't know if i'm pronouncing those correctly um produced by chris miller and phil lord as well as kurt 
Albrecht. Um, this is starring Olivia Coleman, Maya Rudolph, Abby Jacobson, Danny McBride, Eric Andre, and Michael Rianda actually makes a, a, a voice appearance as well. Um, so this is about Katie Mitchell, who's accepted into the film school of her dreams. Uh, her whole family decides to drive together um, and their plans are interrupted by a, a tech uprising. The Mitchells have to work together to save the whole world. It looks fantastic it looks really cute but yeah. i just wish i wish i wish a uh, pixar would do a film like this because it wouldn't have like killer robots in it it would actually be like a heartfelt sort of like something a little more more actual sure right? like it, a little like, heavier yeah well, not, not heavier but like it, it doesn't need to be heavy but it's just something that would be fun and quirky on the animation side have the right amount of adventure yeah um and still leave you with this sort of you know family is everything which this seems to really kind of in this trailer it gives you a lot. Right? Yeah, I definitely think like the the whole point, the movie's called Connected, yeah. right? And so the whole idea is getting people off their screens while they're, you know, while they're supposed to be having a conversation or doing a podcast, making sure they're not, you know, on their screens, just looking at their phone. <laughs> I'm just looking at Kevin right now. He's obsessed with the lease, I'm assuming. Uh, no, 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 it's, no, it's all good. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. No, no, don't worry. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, um, but no, it, it looks like it is going to kind of take that aspect of... How do we connect deeper as a family? Um, and I think that animation style, like, I like the what is it? Three D, almost cell shading. Like, the, it's very Spider Man yeah. into the Spider Verse, yeah. right? Which uh, I like. I like. I like a studio that's establishing their own look. Style. Yes, you know, DreamWorks tried but it was just bad Pixar <laughs> right honestly yeah. it was just kind of bad burn <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden Pixar tried to copy DreamWorks with yeah. um the new one that's oh, coming with up. Onward yeah. looks very DreamWorks yeah. yeah but this this is certainly unique and really nice to look yeah. at so that got me sold and then the family vibes got me sold yep and then they lost me for a bit when it was like, oh, here's these robots. Yeah. It's kind of like um, I Am Robots starring yes. Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, oh, no, it's just going to be a fun family adventure. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah, like, see, yeah, they need that like, catalyst, yeah, right? I yeah. wish they had just not incorporated that into the, the trailer. Like, yeah. at least just focus on that sort of familial. Hide of, that part. Yeah, it, it, just focus on the, the family, right? And, yeah. and tell that story. And that would really be and that, a, a very conveying like trailer. And then, you know, when you're in the movie and you have this like out of, you know, it kind of looks like a longer version of, uh, uh, remember the Simpson episode with Itchy and Scratchy, Kev? Uh, when they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land. And oh, yeah. And they all, yeah. They all take over. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that one, Yes, right? I watched yeah, it okay. just before we went to Disney World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So when the robots, ah, <laughs> Homer's like snapping <laughs> pictures to kill these robots. What like, would you do now? Yeah. Right? There, there is no don't, Kodak no... shop at the corner <laughs> of uh, Main Street, USA. I guess USA. we still have Flash on our phone. I guess but, so, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. the same. But anyways, yeah. It just reminded me when it got to that point of yeah. like a family adventure. Yeah, because I'm excited to see that pug. I love that that moment in the trailer where they're like, they're like, dog, pig, dog, pig, dog, pig, bread. <laughs> it's so good. Well, and even just, um, it looks like it'll play on a lot of like uh, the, the current state of uh, memes and gifs and and, yes. um, and then, um, you know, viral videos. Those prank videos. Like the prank videos where, you know, so instead of, you know, the guy scaring his mom in a hundred yeah. different ways, she'll, you know, that's either, I think that's a fun idea. So well timed. I just hope they didn't give away the best joke in the trailer. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But a, give away a movie so that's like this, that's done really well, the, the, the real heart and, and humor only comes out when you get to see everything yeah. fleshed out. Yeah. So I hope it's, if it's well done, I think it's got a lot of potential and to I mean, be the best non-Pixar movie in a while. Well, you look at you look at their their background, right? Lego Movie, then moving into Spider Verse. I mean, so if they they've hit already this got three for the three, last two right? best non-Pixar uh, movies did going. You, did you like Lego Movie too? I didn't watch Lego Movie too. <laughs> but but was that? But hang on, was, Batman Lego was wicked. Yes, yeah, Lego Lego Movie, movie two, two was weak. It, it, was, it was not awesome. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you know, a little bit of a dip. But, but I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. it, it, it's a long stretch. Like Spider Man Into the Spider Verse really worked because of of again the the property of that it had. Right? Sure. Lego movie worked because of the property that it had. Mm. Right? We have here something that is coming from this studio, but an entirely original story. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like it, it kind of borders this sort of, you know, is it going too epic in scope? And losing its messaging, sure. Like, even just from this trailer, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think it's it's 
So I'll, I'll still check it out. I love a good animated film. So. Yeah. When when I first saw like, well, here's this new trailer for this, you know, animated movie. I don't know. I'm almost biased where I'm like, oh, it's not Pixar. Who cares? Right. <laughs> right. Um, but that got it got me. I yes. was like, cool. OK, I'm in. I can't wait to cry. Uh, we're all going to be crying in the theater uh, when we watch this beautiful family film, uh, September 18th, 2020. <laughs> all right, perfect. So let's move into the topic of the show. All right. So for this one, um, I thought we'd, ha- we'd switch things up a little bit, have a little bit of fun. Um, in one of our previous episodes, I think for our, our Streaming Wars episode, um, we d- played a little game called Disney Plus or Disney Bust. And, uh, and we had you guys decide who, won- who actually won for that one. I think Kevin did. Kevin won, Beat right? Me by one. Yeah. <laughs> Deciding to try and figure out you know, what was a real Disney movie or what was a fake one that I had made up. Um, in the spirit of that, we've got a brand new game uh, called fake or real what's the deal oh i love that we might just use that as our soundbite <laughs> amazing um so this is going to be a new segment that we're trying um and essentially i am going to read out 10 uh episode titles of a tv show or potentially something else so you'll you'll get it in a second oh no and, i get it yeah no you're gonna give 10 potential episode titles for a tv show Correct. and we have to decide if it's an actual episode title or if you're if you've made it up beautiful I, you, kevin you should host this show next week <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so guys do we want to go to a galaxy far far away do we want to maybe alter our carbon <laughs> or do we want to maybe go back to the 70s Based on what I'm thinking here, the only one I'd be any good at yeah. would be the third one, I okay. think. Rock, paper, scissors to decide who uh, who gets who to pick, pick cool. the number one. All right, okay. here we go. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Go Justin, ahead. Go ahead. what are we doing? I figured he was going to just stick with rock. Good I know, old rock. I know he's Nothing recently... beats rock. I know, but we'll we'll, we'll go with uh, option three. Oh, he's Whoa. giving you a, a, a softball here. All right, cool. This, for our first fake or real, what's the deal? We have that 70s show episode, 70s song, or both. Oh, no. All right. So, guys, I'm going to name either a 70s show episode, uh, a 70s song, or potentially both. And you have to decide which of those is the thing. (laughs) All right. Wait. So, just it's an episode, a song, or? Or both. Or both. You have to decide. But it's one of the three. It's It's not neither. Correct. None of these. Okay. So, in this case... Unlike Disney Plus or Bust, you right. haven't made anything up, nope. but it's what is it? Yes. Are you guys ready? <sighs> yeah, I guess you can. This, I'm going to lose. The, 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 as confident as I was in this, because I've probably watched through that show four times, Yeah, uh, I've only done it once on Netflix, and so I've only really paid attention to episode titles, you know, All so right. this will be interesting. Okay. All right, here we go. This first one, Rip This Joint. Rip This this joint is this a 70s show episode or 70s song or both rip this joint. yeah i'm gonna go with it's a show i really have nothing to lose because i'm probably gonna lose so all right yeah i'm gonna say that it's an, it's, episode. It's an episode okay right. I, I know it's an episode but i don't know if it's a song that's where this is gonna kill me all right so you guys are saying it is an episode yes all right next one Tornado Prom. Tornado Prom. Episode. It's definitely an episode. That's great. They all get trapped in the gym. I think Donna's at the radio station. Ah, but is it a song? This is going to kill me. <laughs> Does it sound like a 70s song? It Tornado doesn't. Prom? It doesn't. So it's an episode. All right. The next one. Here we go. Won't Get Fooled Again. Won't get fooled again. Is that a both 70s show? Both. Kevin coming out strong with both. I'm going with song. All right. Uh, Justin uh, going you, with. You might got you might get me there. Song. All right. This next one. Sister Golden Hair. Sister Golden Hair. Is it an episode, a song, or both? Sister Golden Hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So Eric's like Lori, Eric's yeah. sister yeah, is yeah, blonde. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it makes <laughs> um, sense. It makes sense as an episode. It might have been the one when we first meet her. You know? Do we meet her in, in early on? Because like, uh, I haven't meet watched her first season. I haven't absolutely. watched it through through as much as you. But like in the like first few episodes, do you meet her? Right. You, you meet her pretty pretty early on. I'm gonna go. Yes, it's a show. Yeah, I'm saying it's an episode. An, it's episode, an episode. Yes. Oh, gosh. 
Sister Gold in here. Like, there's probably actually I there's ten thousand songs we'll from the seventies I've never heard okay. of. I just haven't. I'm, I'm, Fine, I'm, I'm gonna stick this. with episode. I'm rolling the dice the other way. All right. Let's get some differentiation. All right, this next one. Here we go. Bye bye basement. Bye bye basement. Episode. An episode. Episode. Or, episode. All right. Both saying episode. Very nice. This next one. Love Wisconsin style. Love Wisconsin style. Definitely an episode. An episode. I'm going to go... Like, I feel like all of these are either episode or both, you know? (laughs) (sighs) Love Wisconsin style. I'm going to stick with episode. Okay. All right, this next one, let's see here. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Both. Both. Okay. Both. Both of us are both. Both are both. That sounds like like a Star Wars character. Both. Uh, All right. Peace Train. Peace Train. Song. Wow. (laughs) Strong with that one. Excellent. Okay, both coming in. Peace Train saying it's a song. The next one. Holy crap! Episode. Episode. All right. Episode for holy crap. And our last one. Short and Curly's. Short and Curly's. (laughs) That's an episode. (laughs) Like, Like you find on a bar of soap. I'm gonna. Is it an episode? Is it? It's both? a song. Or is it a song? It's a song. All right. Do, 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 do. I did. What did you said say? An, I said an episode. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we went opposite there. Yeah. Nice. All right. I'm gonna need you guys to keep your own scores. We're using the honor system here. Are you guys ready for the answers? All right. So the first one. Rip this joint. Justin, Kevin, you both had that '70s show episode. The answer is both. It's a song by Rolling Stones uh, and an episode oh, of that '70s show. Oh, it had to be by somebody like the Stones. So you really look like a you look like music <laughs> news. How do you guys not know about the Rolling Stones? Name the lead singer of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Axel Wesley. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, let's yeah. go to the next one. <laughs> um, so for the next one, Tornado Prom. Um, Justin, you said that 70s show episode. Kevin, you said that 70s show episode. You are right. That is a That 70s show episode, Tornado Prom. Uh, for the next one, Won't Get Fooled Again. Kevin, you said both. And Justin, you said song. Won't Get Fooled Again is both. Very good. So Kevin gets that point. Next up, we've got Sister Golden Hair. Justin, you said both. Kevin, you said episode. The answer is song. Oh, <laughs> so, so you're both wrong. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. And I actually picked Sister Golden Hair specifically because of Lori's golden hair. I nice. thought I would that, catch that was, you. You fooled us. Get you thrown off we on that one. We will get fooled again, apparently. <laughs> All right, this next one. Bye bye basement. Justin, you said episode. Kevin, you said episode. It is an episode. Next up, we had uh, Love Wisconsin style. Justin, you said episode. Kevin, you said episode. It's an episode. Oh. Yeah, just an episode. Maybe we won't get fooled again. <laughs> oh, we will. We will. We'll get fooled. All right. Bohemian Rhapsody. Both of you said both, both, both. Both is the correct answer. Boom. Both. Well, we're on a roll here. That's like three good. in a row. Doing good. Uh, all right. Justin, Kevin, this next one, Peace Train. Justin, you said song. Kevin, you said song. There is no episode called Peace Train. It yes. is a song. All right. All right. Sweet. So you guys are doing well. pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. You're, you're what? One point ahead of me right now? Just one. Yeah. We've Six got to five with two left. I think left. two left here. Two and left. I think both of our answers are different on oh. both of these. So this is. So the next one. Holy crap. You both said episode. Okay. The answer is episode. <laughs> you got it. Excellent. All right, guys. So where are we standing right now? What are we at? I'm at six. I'm at seven. All right. At six and seven, and you guys have a split answer here. Yep. Short and curlies. <laughs> Grab them by the short and curlies. <laughs> Justin, you said episode. Kevin, you said song. Kevin, you win. It's both. It's both. It's both. So I got it wrong, but I win. But you still win. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, what a tease. Hey, seven out of ten. That's not bad. Not Six bad. out of ten. That's not I'm bad. Surprised. I knew I would do okay if it was at that 70s show. So right? I, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Hope you enjoyed. If you play along, you know, write in. Let us know what your score was. Uh, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, that new segment. Let us know what you think of it. Uh, write into the show with your questions, concerns, comments, uh, maybe even suggestions for uh, fake or real. What's the deal? <laughs> and Justin, where do can... a Game of Thrones one? I would crush it. Yeah, we I'd, were... go, I'd go one hundred for one hundred. We were thinking about Game of Thrones episode or like romance novel <laughs> or something like that, which would be pretty great. Um, Justin, where can they write in if they'd like to do so? They can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Well, uh, listen, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Um, I actually did no- get a notice directly from Apple Podcasts, by the way, you guys. Um, they actually gave me a notice that said you, five stars is now the minimum that you can give. So, guys, make sure you don't want to, you know, don't want to mess with big companies like that. Uh, make sure you give five stars to this podcast as the minimum uh, of what you can give. Be sure to tune in next week, guys, because I'm going to host a fun game of Total Recast. Yes, we're bringing it back. Friends. Wow. Friends? No way. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> well, we are Geekcentric, and you can be too. So check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric, uh, and follow us on Twitter at geekcentricYT. Follow us on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. Justin, Kevin, thank you so much for joining me. It's a lot of fun. For today's Fake or Real, what's the deal? And as we say, love ya. Get home safe, guys. Peace.